Welcome, Prophet. Welcome, Professor. We're here for another show today, and today's topic is on freedom and how to achieve real peace of mind. Well, is peace of mind freedom, or is peace, of, or is freedom peace of mind? I'm, I'm puzzled as to which one is which. I think if you have freedom, you ha- can have peace of mind, and if you you can have, I guess, peace of mind without true freedom. But in my life, I found that um, peace of mind has come from having autonomy and a degree of freedom which, uh, say, the average person who's in a relationship doesn't have. I believe that... Yeah. I, I know plenty of people that are free, have freedom, and do not have peace of mind. You know, they worry about being on their own, having no partner, no employment things like that and yet I know plenty of people that have no freedom they are hamstrung by the constraints of marriage and family and children and society society and yet they have peace of mind they're happy Mm. Uh, they haven't really thought about it have they oh no some have um and, and some are accepting of their roles and they don't hold any grudges or resentment um, freedom does not necessarily mean peace of mind and peace of mind does not necessarily mean freedom. Mm. Um, I suppose it, it gets back to the individual and how they picture themselves, who they are, who they want to be, what they're working towards and, uh, of course, uh, their experiences along the way would be a, a bit, you know, the lessons learned, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that would be a big one as well. Speaking um, from my own perspective, I can only really speak from my own perspective, I have both. I have freedom and I have peace of mind. You've had to make sacrifices uh, in terms of what, say, the average person uh, hasn't needed to sacrifice to achieve your freedom and peace of mind. Well, okay, I've got no friends. (laughs) Well, I think you have... (laughs) I think you do have friends, but given that you are, uh, are a natural counsellor, right? Your your mindset is geared towards helping others. Oh, so people pay me to be friends. Yeah, <laughs> but you're, you're the Myers-Briggs type, uh, uh, the, the counsellor. So, um, but I think it's more than that. I think it's that the way you choose to live your life, um, you have made decisions which have gained you freedom and peace of mind, um, as have I, but it's mean, meant that um, you're living a what other more well, some people would say is a non-traditional life. Um, you know, in I my don't, I don't like that word traditional. Yeah. Traditional is just the traditional way of telling people what to do. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that argument. Um, I think uh, where I'm at in my life, um, obviously my experiences, my journey. Uh, to where I am at the moment has placed a high value on my freedom, my freedom of thought, my freedoms of uh, choices and that has led to my peace of mind. Uh, But you're absolutely right, there are many concessions that I've had to make along the way in order to to have this. but uh, from a young age in an abusive childhood, 
I made the decision at quite a young age that I'm not going to be controlled and be, and be told what to do by others. Um, but I have had to make compromise along the way. Obviously, I have to do my job how they want me to do it or they're not going to pay me to do it. So I have had to make compromises, uh, but they are compromises that I am at peace with. Uh, there is actually, there's very little, there's nothing in my life I would like to change. And there's not very many people that can say that. Uh, but it has taken me a lifetime thus far to get there. It's interesting, uh, in my life, uh, I chose to end a long-term relationship. I went my own way. Essentially, I'm part of um, what some people would call the MGTOW movement, men going their own way. Um, but I found my freedom and my peace of mind once I left a um, monogamous long-term relationship and became single and started living on my own and doing my own thing. Um, I guess, um, you know, I don't... When I was in a relationship, I was uh, unhappy. I didn't feel like I had freedom nor peace of mind. I felt like I was under control. I felt, I guess, a bit like a, a caged animal. I didn't have independence of mind or freedom of thought or any of the rest of that stuff. I, I couldn't be who I really am. And I feel that uh, I, can, I can be that now and I can uh, live a, a, a life and a degree of freedom which I couldn't do when I was part of a couple. And, um, you know, I'm doing the whole Thailand thing, have been doing that for a number of years now, and I feel at peace and, and free um, living my life in this manner, staying single and relatively celibate here in the in the West, and uh, having relations when I go over to to Thailand. But otherwise, I've found a degree of uh, peace of mind and and freedom in celibacy, something which I didn't think that I would find with a, uh, what I considered a, a religious concept. Given you know, I'm an atheist, always have been, and uh, I'll die an atheist. But um, God's will. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God every day he made me an atheist. Yes. But so. I, I I do have that freedom and peace of mind now, but it has come at the cost of, um, I guess, companionship. And uh, there are issues living life in this manner. You know, you have to deal with loneliness. Um, whereas before I was dealing with nagging, cajoling, complaining, critiquing yes, and but, the like. But the upside is you had someone to spend Christmas Day with. An obligation. Mm. which uh, last Christmas I spent in Pattaya, Thailand. Uh, Christmas Eve, I went to Mimosa, the city of love. And um, that was a, a great experience, uh, watching that cabaret show. And I guess uh, my whole Christmas and New Year's was so great because I didn't have any obligations. And I spent it with, with good friends and people that I know over in, in Thailand. And I can, I can say that it was the best Christmas and New Year's um, of my life, but I didn't have any family or other obligations being imposed upon me. Yeah, with... that, that word obligations tends to, uh, how can you put it, um, come at the expense of peace of mind. Mm. Uh, the moment you feel you have to be something for someone else, there is a personal price to pay. Uh, not always, you know, some people willingly accept obligations, uh, obviously obligations to young children, things like that, elderly parents, and rightfully so. Um, I suppose uh, there is a difference between obligation and false obligation. Uh, 
but you can't be everything to everyone and if you try you are certainly not going to have peace of mind but however if you try to go the other direction and live behind walls you're not going to have peace of mind either in fact you're just going to end up very lonely so I guess peace of mind looking at it rationally peace of mind is like a bell curve it's somewhere in the middle and it's it's different for everyone and it's highly dependent upon the people that you allow into your life absolutely and and the, the society that you live in the culture the age group you're at um the the gender that you are uh there's so much to peace of mind so many variables there's no magic formula if there was a magic formula all the psychologists and psychiatrists and counselors would all be out of work uh you know many people many people go to a psychologist with one problem and they leave the office with three Mm. because the psychologist raises things in their mind that they haven't even thought about I suppose uh, lack of peace of mind is really questioning. It's about questioning oneself, the the role you're in, the role you've been placed in, your choices. I suppose it's all about doubt, lack of peace of mind. Mm. And if you can remove that doubt from the equation, you know, ignorance is wonderful. Or bliss. Or bliss, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I'll raise that issue again that I think my humble view is that peace of mind is a bell curve. It's a, dis- it's a different shaped bell for each individual, but it's somewhere in the middle. I know people, I know many people that have wished for nothing more than singledom and not being chained to a job and these exact same people when they made decisions to enact that way of thinking were beyond miserable they were clawing the walls in anguish when they had achieved this freedom and they did not have peace of mind so isn't that bizarre Slavery is the natural state of man, that's the saying. Yes, have you ever seen a ship without a captain? <laughs> that's right. Men need governing. They do. And at the end of the day, you know, I have tried doing the whole freedom thing on my own with no obligations to others. I spent uh, six weeks in Thailand doing my own thing and uh, I isolated myself and learned some lessons out of that. And uh, I'm a Myers-Briggs type INTJ, the prototypical scientist, and the most independent of uh, mind out of all the Myers-Briggs types, 1% of the population. And even me, who wish for these things, found that I needed a group of people to serve. I needed a place to go to every day. I needed to feel uh, needed by other people and to... Need a purpose. And a purpose in life. And, you know, whilst I continued writing and I continued um, um, performing work... Uh, when I was on my own over in Thailand, it was web-based work. I was programming and, and writing and whatnot. I found that I needed a, a local support group, so to speak, or a local place where I could go to to interact with the, the local inhabitants in a way that was away from the commercial element. And I think that's one thing for people who, if they choose to expat or if they choose to retire in another country, 
um, I think really you need to be taking a number of trips throughout your life to try to build up um, a base of contacts and people that you know so that um, you can integrate into that society. Integration is the important thing. If you leave your society um, and your country of origin um, and go to another one, everything you know is, is, is gone and you're in a place where the values, the people, the behaviours in many cases are very different to what you used to be back home, including language differences. And um, you really need to build up to that. You can't just bang, leave, and up and leave the country. And, and I think that could, you could have severe... could have uh, severe mental health issues. Mental health issues and severe peace of mind issues. And yes. It, it can be seen in uh, the behaviour of uh, some expats over in Thailand. You can see when their mind is either going or has gone or in some cases they've lost their mind completely they end up on the streets in and it's shocking um to the ties to see a westerner who's fallen on those sorts of uh hard times and i guess it starts in the mind they've taken to drinking and spending all their money on prostitutes and and what have you but um i think at the heart of it it gets back to that integration issue and uh, the loss of peace of peace of mind well, life is really the connections that you have with other people. Now, in the modern world, those connections are redefined. You know, we have things like social media, telephones. Um, you know, we're beyond the days of jumping on the horse and riding to the next village. So the perception or the feeling of connection is very different these days than what it has been in the past. I mean, you could be on a scientific research station in the middle of Antarctica, but if all your friends are emailing you every day asking you how you are, you will not feel isolated at all. Mm. However, the opposite is also true. You can be living in a thriving city and be just another nameless blank face that doesn't know anyone and you can be one of the loneliest people in the world so it's all in the individual's mind the depth of connection that they have with the people around them that's a very good point um in the past um <clears throat> about 10 years ago i uh, i lived in the city uh, the city the cbd of melbourne lived in a, a tower on the 36th floor the qv building um, in uh, in Lonsdale, um, in um, yeah Lonsdale Street, and that was I was surrounded by people, but the people were it wasn't the same as living in the suburbs, and even it wasn't even the same as living in the inner suburbs, where I'm also surrounded by people, not as, not as many, but it's a very anonymous experience being uh, living in the city in the CBD itself, being surrounded by so many people yet knowing next to none of them, mm. you know, as a percentage of them, knowing pretty much none of them, right? <laughs> well, that has its advantages as well. I mean, uh, being anonymous, uh, not accountable to others, has an advantage. Having someone you can call on or call up these days and share your feelings with has its advantages too. Somewhere in the middle of those two is a balanced, healthy life mm. with a balanced, healthy mind. Uh, you know, we've all experienced people that seem to conveniently not recognise your boundaries and push themselves into your world, and we all know how annoying that is. 
and uh, you know that that really upsets one's peace of mind. Mm. Mind you, these people are usually related, but that's another issue. Uh, we've all experienced isolation and loneliness, and that does not pave the way for peace of mind either. You know, we all need our alone time, yet we need our human contact and connection as well. Uh, I've lived my life according to one principle, and that is I will have as much or as little contact with others that is healthy for me. I won't be placed under duress or obligation to, you know, I've got to do something with someone every week or anything like that. Uh, I know what is healthy for me and I know when my boundaries are being pressured and rather than allow them to be pressured and then suffer some sort of bruising afterwards and anguish and resentment afterwards, I tend to say, I, I need some time out of this, I need some rest, I need some space. Uh, often people don't take those words all that kindly, they interpret it as rejection, but, um, you know, I... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a loner. I work on my own. I live on my own. Uh, I spend a lot of time on my own. And I do enjoy the company of others, but only when it's healthy. And peace of mind is something that it's how you see yourself and whether your environment is how you've imagined it to be. It's different for all of us. You know, some people think of nothing better than spending every minute of every day with their partner. Other people can't stand their partner and want to be away from them every minute of every day. It's different for all of us. It's really a question of what is healthy for you, and it has to be your choice. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's very true. I know in my past relationship with my ex-girlfriend, uh, I would get up and I would leave the room and go into another room if uh, she started annoying me for whatever reason. And uh, upon reflection, what was actually happening was I was moving from one room to the next to the next and just going around, she was following. It sounds like you were avoiding an issue. Which avoiding was, multiple issues. Which um, was, but I, which know, I was didn't have stop, peace of mind. Stop pestering me. Yeah, well, this is it. I, I'd lost my peace of mind in my past relationships, uh, a number of them. And um, it, I think peace of mind is so very important because once you've lost it, you know when you've lost it. And there are certain things in life which have got a high probability of causing you to lose your peace of mind. Now, um, being in the public eye is something new to both of us. And I think this has been a conscious decision for us to, to start this show because we recognise that this collaboration um, could provide value to other people. But it's a double-edged sword. Uh, being in the public eye, we're, we're opening ourselves up to um, public scrutiny and, uh, and judgments, judgments, prejudices, and, biases, and all the the human emotions. Um, there's a lot of different people out there. There's going to be people who love us. There's going to be people who hate us, and everything in between. Um, so I think we're giving up a degree of our peace of mind here. But I think we're doing that for a higher purpose in terms uh, of wanting to help other people. Um, and to, to share our thoughts and our ideas with other people. So I think well, we're just trying to make the world a better place yeah. through, our, through our thoughts and ideas. And, and uh, we, you know, there, there are many issues that are very difficult to discuss because they 
question highly entrenched belief systems. Um, you know, as Oscar Wilde said, any idea that is not dangerous is really not an idea at all. <laughs> uh, you know, we are we have challenged many of the understood principles or pillars of our society. Um, you know, there's a saying in the military, there's only one thing more dangerous than the enemy, and that's one of your own soldiers who can think for themselves. And uh, I'm not afraid for people to have their own thoughts, but many people, establishments, are quite afraid of people to have their own thoughts. Very good point. Which, um, yeah, very good point. <laughs> I mean, divorce starts with a man who can think for himself. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it, that the higher the level of education that a person has, the less number of children they tend to have, generally speaking, the higher the IQ of a person, the more likely that person is to, I guess, withdraw from many of the rituals and things in society. Um, I have friends with very high IQs and some of them become very reclusive. Um, you know, female friends, that, including female friends who are exhibiting reclusive behaviour, either people who are very sensitive um, or the smartest amongst us. Right? I think uh, normal everyday society, there's so many things that can cause you a loss of freedom and peace of mind. There are handcuffs waiting at every at every, every opportunity. Tw every twist and turn. Yeah, this is it. And they're usually gold-plated as well. Well, that's it. And uh, I think the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. I think that's a great saying. I love that saying. And there have been so many things over the past almost three and a half years now that I've been single. So many things have come up in which I would have lost my freedom had I engaged in them. You know, in certain relationship opportunities certain work-related opportunities, I saw that I would gain one thing, but I would lose freedom, peace of mind, and, and my autonomy. And I had to say no. And I found that the things I say no to are very important these days. They've become so important to me. And a saying that my late father um, had, he'd say, Clark, don't think about how much you can make. Instead, uh, instead consider how much you can lose. And I don't think he was just talking about financially. No, I think he was talking about everything other than the financial cost. I think he was talking about your personal freedoms. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, you know, as I've mentioned in other episodes, uh, I work for a, a medium to large size interstate transport company in Australia and uh, I drive rigs on the interstate and... Truck drivers, the public perception of truck drivers is that they're poorly educated, um, you know, quite uh, unrefined people, low intellect. And we certainly do have plenty of those uh, that drive trucks. But uh, we also have lots of people that are very intelligent, quite well-educated, a uh, lot of wisdom, a lot of life experience. But, however, they have chosen freedom over a cubicle. And they've been self-aware 
enough to know that there is a big difference between happiness and peace of mind. They can be the same, but they are often very different. And people often confuse happiness and peace of mind. Happiness is easy. Buy something shiny, play with it, show it to your friends. It's usually status-based, you know, nice car, that kind of thing. That's, that, happiness is as easy as that. Peace of mind is a far more complex thing. It's something you can't buy. It's something you have to work towards, and we often spend a whole lifetime working towards it. It's about being self-aware and self-aware enough to know what your bottom line is. I've used uh, a phrase many times, uh, which is uh, when a person can see their own value as a person, their world will crumble. And what I mean by that is their relationships, their connections, whether it be romantic, work, friendship, family, they're all in trouble because all these connections are based on an undervalued sense of self. And when a person can see their true value, in other words, they will say to people, no, I'm not going to be treated like this. I'm not going to be used. I'm not your scapegoat. They find that initially their life goes through a, a correction, a bit of a crisis, a bit of a catastrophe, quite long-standing friendships, often decades in the making, unravel. They challenge people over their behaviour, the way they speak to them, things like that. Um, the whole work thing can change dramatically. I'm not going to be spoken to like this by you just because you're my manager sort of attitude uh, and that's the initial getting back on track but once um, the wrong people have been removed from one's life and the right people take their place peace of mind becomes more and more it becomes more and more obvious and what becomes more obvious about it is actually what it is see we often talk about these things peace of mind happiness freedom but when we're asked to define them people struggle they are and they are they don't they know they know the word they know how to spell it they know that it's something they're aspiring to but they can't actually tell you what it is and how they're going to get there and that's what's always fascinated me about this topic. Mm. You know, I remember when, the first time that we met and uh, I said, uh, so what are you doing? And you said, I'm a truck driver. And I said, oh, yeah, interesting. But internally I thought to myself, you're not a truck driver. That's what I do, but it's not who I am. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, I started away in my mind. I thought, right, this is a person of interest to me. Um, but I knew that at some point in the future we'd become friends um, and that we, we would have these sorts of discussions. Um, but it's interesting, in my, my time in Thailand, I've gone through a number of phases. I've been exposed to a number of different people, and I find that um, the, Buddhist, the Buddhist belief structure and the way they do certain things, um, there's something there that makes me feel at ease and pe very peaceful, being in their presence. 
Well, in these... comparison to being in the presence to say Westerners, mm. um, but you know, I gain something from them in in that regard. It's a difference in belief systems between uh, people that are a Buddhist culture and what we would call Western society. People that are from a Buddhist culture are a lot more accepting of acceptance, their yeah. world. It's, it's all about acceptance. The word for that is Ganyon Rap That's in right. Thai. That's something I learned very early. That's right. Now, Western society, predominantly white bread, Anglo-Saxon, Christianity-based society, we have been brainwashed into thinking that we control the world, which is false. No one controls the world. Mm. Mother Nature controls the world. Mm. And we have taken on a belief system, not only do we control the world, but we are entitled to control the world, mm. which is a false, within a false idea. Mm. And hence, when things need a little bit of a help along, a little bit of a push, we manipulate. Now, manipulation is really nothing more than getting out the chainsaw and cutting down the tree that's in your way. And we all know how that ends for the planet. Now, peace of mind is... Uh, it's about accepting what you can't change and changing what you can't accept. And at the same time, having balance and compromise between the two. Very hard to achieve, very even harder to maintain. You're talking about balancing a boulder on the top of a hill on an indefinite basis while the storm's going on around you. Mm. Very hard to achieve. You can do it for a period of time, but, uh, you know, things, different things come in and out of your life, different people come in and out of your life. Uh, you know, people can be as simple as changing jobs. You know, we've all changed jobs and thought it was a good decision and found out later it was a very bad one. Mm. We've all been there and done that. Um, you know, life choices, it's a, it's a very big issue and you get some of them right, you get most of them wrong. You've got to be able to make changes and adapt to your environment quite fast or you'll never have peace of mind. One of the great things about the internet, though, I believe, is that it brings us closer to other people with similar belief structures, similar ideas, similar values, who we would never have met had we not um, you know, had the internet and uh, connected up with them. We live in a global village now, uh, these days and I think it's a great thing that we can... We can achieve that peace of mind by uh, having people who share similar belief structure and uh, ideas as us and connecting with those people um, as well as connecting with people who you know, as, are very different to us, different cultures, different values. And I think you know, we live in interesting times, uh, but so much of peace of mind and freedom is the people that you have around you. And you, know, you can be in a, in a prison, so to speak, um, with because of the people who are, who are surrounding you, uh, there might not be any bars or locks, but you know, you you have lost your peace of mind, and your freedom, and they they're too far too important 
uh, and your life's far too short to lose those two things, I think. It all comes back to what you think of yourself. Um, in the words of the, the late Glenn Fry, uh, lead guitarist of the Eagles, one of his very famous quotes in a song was, as it often happens, we live our life in chains and we never knew we always had the key. And I look around at many people around me and I can just see that so clearly. They are living a life of one under duress. They believe that they have obligations to others and uh, a lot of it is false, a lot of it is brainwashing and a lot of it is making them unhealthy from a mental perspective and also a physical perspective. It's really one and the same. Uh, the thing I find very interesting about human behaviour is there is actually no such thing as guilt or shame or blame. It is a human construct to move responsibility. But however, there is a such thing as false blame, false shame and false guilt. And I put it out to our listeners, how many people feel this false blame, this false shame, this false guilt. Now, there's obviously different uh, magnitudes of this, everything from the scapegoat right through. Uh, but, I'm, you know, I say to people, many people, I say to our listeners, look at your life, be objective. Is it your life or is it someone else's life? You know, living the dream, but whose dream is it? Are you living under the obligations of others? Um, you know, Fleetwood Mac, in that song, you can go, go, you can go your own way. Um, there's a large group of people online, the MGTOW movement, men going their own way, as well as the herbivore men of Japan, who, you know, a whole movement exists because of men who are looking to achieve freedom and peace of mind and they haven't been able to achieve that in traditional relationships. So I think some of the groups that we form as people, um, perhaps some of, the, some of the motivations and reasons that we form them is to gain more freedom and peace of mind and bring us close to, to those who share our values and, and beliefs and who can, um, I guess, uh, help us with these concepts. Problem with the, the problem with all groups is for every in-group there's an out-group. And whilst they might be surrounding themselves by like-minded people and feeling peace of mind, they will be exiled by others. And didn't Groucho Marx say that he'd never want to be a member of a group that would have him as a member? Yeah. No, he <laughs> said, I'd never want to be a member of a club that would have anyone like me. And I can relate to that. only time I've ever wanted to be a member of anything was when they told me I couldn't. <laughs> Fiercely independent of mind and uh, the herding of cats... Comes, comes to mind, you know, um, and many scientists and, uh, are of that, that ilk. <laughs> you know, some of the greatest thinkers throughout history were men who were very, you know, they isolated themselves and worked very long hours on things and any time that, you know, they, they excluded themselves from the niceties of society and, uh, and many of the, the normal and traditional groups that society uh, Formed. These men form their own groups, uh, if at all. <laughs> and they, and they, usually, most inventions are usually uh, the result of a mistake. Mm. Um, you know, there's an old saying, uh, 
assumptions are the mother of all screw-ups. And human beings, we all live our life through a series of assumptions. And when we find out that those assumptions are not strictly correct, that is when peace of mind starts to be compromised. Uh, we, we all, Everyone has a story in their head and we're all working towards this story, reinforcing it when it needs it. And uh, if it gets away from you and you lose control of the situation, in other words, you lose control of your world, there is only one cost and that is peace of mind. Mm. Can't buy it. I've noticed in my own life that if I uh, am about to go to sleep and something's on my mind, uh, and in particular if I wake up the next morning and it's still on my mind... Something or someone. Exactly. And I've lost a part of my peace of mind and I need to take action on that. I either need to apologise or I need to uh, to fix something. So Well, if it keeps you awake at night, then you're in too deep. That's right. Yeah. Um, we'll leave it at that for this one. Um to our viewers, um, please let us know um, if you've got any questions or uh, tell us your thoughts on, on the subjects of freedom and peace of mind. Yeah, and above all else, be kind to each other. All the best, everyone. Bye for now.